Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast for your wallet. I'm Jerry Willis with the Fox Business Network. Welcome. Today, we're doing something just a little bit different. Now, if you followed me on social media, on Facebook or Twitter, you know that about two and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with stage three lobular breast cancer. Nine months of treatment followed, uh, lots of surgery, uh, uh, lots of treatments, and I have to tell you, it's been a long journey, and now I have the opportunity to do something different, to give back, to help other women who are in the same position, and I know there are a lot of you out there because one in eight women will get a diagnosis of breast cancer sometime in their lifetime. So welcome to the podcast. I am pleased as punch to introduce you to my guest today, a good friend, Linda Tantawi. She is CEO of Komen, New York City, and she's going to be running a race this weekend on Sunday, September 9th, uh, that's going to raise a lot of money for breast cancer. And there's going to be a huge Fox team there, Fox Business Network, Fox News Network. We're going to be on hand uh, to to raise money and, and get people really focused on breast cancer. Linda, welcome, welcome to the podcast. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. We're really, really happy to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, let's talk about the race for the cure. How many people will come out? How old is this event? How long has it been around? So the Race for the Cure is Susan G. Komen's signature event. This will be Komen Greater NYC's 28th year of running our race. And the day is such fun. I like to think of it as my birthday and Christmas all rolled up into one big day. And you've been there, so you know how much fun it is. It really is. I have to tell you, the energy in Central Park that day, because let me tell you, there are about 10,000 people there, and everybody is just on fire with excitement. It really... The first time I ever went, I have to tell you, I was so overwhelmed with emotion that I cried. Uh, but it's a lovely thing, and uh, lots of team spirit, lots of people. Yeah, people together. really love to come. They come with their family, they come with their friends, they come with their colleagues, as you do. And for someone who's been through breast cancer like you, and you know how scary it is, you know there are. It's a time of such uh, uncertainty in your life. Are you going to live? Are you going to die? And you can't help but wonder, um, especially with your diagnosis, what is my life going to look like afterwards? And you are just a shining beacon of coming out on the other side, knowing that you've been through hell and back, but stronger for it and not um, and not uh, mad and not... Um, well, no. you're really, really kind, as usual, Linda. But I have to tell you, I am so lucky 
because I had so much support. Mm-hmm. And that's what Komen is trying right. to do, right? You want to provide support to these women. You have great programs that not only help women get uh, uh, tested in their community, but also do research. Tell us about the mission of Komen. Sure. So the reason why Komen is so important is that we fund not just the research, which, as you know, is critical, but we also fund community programs. We know that if women in the community don't get the access to the care, then all the research in the world is not going to help them. We know that if we can reduce disparities in access to care, that we can reduce breast cancer deaths by 30%. And that's with no new therapies. So that means that there is a significant population of women diagnosed with breast cancer that are not getting access to the care. So we know that starts with women not getting their mammograms. So we know that women have to consult with their physician and decide on a screening schedule that's appropriate for them. If you have a history of breast cancer in your family, we know that you have to have an ongoing dialogue with your doctor well before 40 years old, ongoing dialogue even starting in your late teens if you have a strong history of breast cancer. And you need to know your body, know what's normal for you, and try to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And exercise, eat right, all is part of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. You know, it's surprising how much those kinds of things play a part Mm -hmm. in keeping you healthy and and staying away from these, you know, the big C, right? Uh, I have to say that I had a mammogram six months before I was diagnosed because I felt something strange in my right breast. I didn't know what it was. Went and had it tested. It came back negative, which is pretty typical with lobular. It's often not seen by a mammogram. But, you know, you have to go back over and over again. And I look, I know there's a fear thing there, right? You're scared. Like, what if it comes back positive? What am I going to do? But I can tell you from my own experience, look, you don't know the road you're going to take. For me, and I know this sounds crazy, having breast cancer and going through nine months of treatment ultimately was a positive. I found lots of good things in it. I reset my priorities. My husband and I became closer than ever. My family and I were able to spend time together that we never would have. And ultimately, it was a journey that I'm glad I took. I know that sounds nuts, but you think good things can be found in odd places. So, you know, set your fear aside, get tested, because you want to know the answer to the question. Let's just be practical, right? If you have a problem, you want to know what the problem is. You want it diagnosed. You don't want to worry about it every single day. And Sunday is going to be a great day to celebrate what Komen does every single day of the week, right in our communities to help women in this situation. I want to ask you, what do we see at the cutting edge of cancer research right now? So we know how important research is to women surviving breast cancer. So about six weeks ago, a study came out that was uh, in, funded in part by Komen and, of course, other organizations. That's what's great about research. We work together to advance uh, research. And it was called, it's called the Taylor X study. And it shows that 70% of women 
with early stage breast cancer might not need chemotherapy. That's such great news. Isn't that excellent news? It's amazing. And this is all about the advances in the genomic understanding at the molecular level of breast cancer. And it's all about, I'm sure you and your listeners have heard about personalized cancer care and personalized treatment. So this is all about individualizing the patient's care. So not needing chemo, Imagine that. Women's hair won't fall out. You won't be nauseous. You don't require the uh, the trips to the infusion center. It is a game changer. And let me just tell you, you know, going through that treatment, I had to re- keep reminding myself every single day, I'm not feeling this way because of the cancer. I'm feeling this way because of the treatment. Correct. And once we're done with that, I'll start feeling better. So it's a big journey it to is. have to go through chemo. So if women could be spared that in some way... That would be great. It's terrific. That doesn't mean that the women won't need treatment. They will still need some kind of uh, hormone-suppressing treatment, but that's a dialogue with the physician, with your oncologist. We need to make sure women understand this is a dialogue with their physician. It's not Linda and Jerry said on their podcast that... That, that that I don't need care, it depends on what type of breast cancer you are diagnosed with. And then in a, in a conversation with your doctor, deciding the best course of treatment. Let me tell you, so that was, you know, the secret sauce was figuring out for me exactly what kind of cancer I had, exactly what kind of treatment would be right. And there were women I would see, you know, I met so many women with breast cancer, they all had different stories, all had different treatment profiles. So it, It really depends on where you are. Um, I want to talk to you about this because, you know, we gear up for September for the Komen race right here in New York City. Such an exciting event. And then October is Breast Cancer Month. It's this time of year that we really come together and, and, and really pound home trying to raise awareness. But what can we do? What should we be doing every single day the rest of the year to think about this issue? What's really important is that anyone who knows a woman, their wife, their mother, their friend, their cousin, that we help each other schedule our annual mammograms. It is really important. You can go together. You can uh, go shopping afterwards, have lunch afterwards, take the day off. But as you talked about before, not being afraid of knowing the answer. We know that an early stage diagnosis, while you know, earth-shattering, is much easier to treat than a late-stage diagnosis. And we know that cancers such as yours can develop quickly and aggressively. And we want to make sure if you notice a change that you go to the doctor. I was doing a talk at a company and a man came in. He said, oh, I see you're from Coleman. You know, my wife passed away from breast cancer. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And he said, you know, I found her breast cancer. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, she was standing in the shower, and I noticed her left breast was much large, was much, was distending. And so I made her go to the doctor, and by that time, it was, it was too late. She passed not much, uh, much after that. She was clearly ignoring it. Linda, there's, I mean, look, where we are right now with the state of, the in, of, of treatment, if you do get the worst news, the chances of you surviving are, are super high, right? So early stage breast cancer, so that's the cancer that has not left the breast, has a 99% survival rate. So let, let's talk about recurrence. So 
and I know this is a very scary topic, but about 20 to 30% of cancers will recur, and that's something we do not understand, the mechanism of that recurrence. Um, but um, catching it early and being treated does not mean that it will not recur, but it is still better at the end to be treated for an early stage cancer, always better in the end. And then we know there's certain things that we can do to prevent recurrence, like exercise. You are an avid runner and you eat well and you do everything that you can. You are taking an active role you have in to. your health. Absolutely. You have to. And um, when you say recurrence, knock wood, I've had two negative mammos. <laughs> since treatment Yay. so i'm just racking them up and framing them in my office <laughs> it's a point of pride with me but you know look at the end of the day for me when i think about this i don't think of the fear of recurrence what i think about is what am i doing today good that is important that's going to help people that is a good news scenario what am, what am i doing what am i contributing and staying positive, glass half full, I find, is critically important. So many, so many women I talk to about this have a hard time getting there. It's, it's, you've got to feel it in your gut and really rally yourself emotionally. And hopefully you have support at home. Look, this is what Komen is all about, right. is meeting women you know, in the community. And you actually, don't you have a van that goes around and gives mammograms here so, in New York? So we help fund a Project Renewal Scan Van, which goes out and treats um, very low-income women who otherwise would not get a mammogram. And we talked a little bit before about um, the importance of um, helping patients throughout their journey. Because we know a lot can happen even after a mammogram. If there's a finding, we want to make sure that there is then a, an appointment made for the, for the diagnostics and that that appointment is kept in a timely fashion. We know that if there is, an actually, if there is actually a diagnosis of breast cancer, we want to make sure that there, are, that there is then a treatment plan and that treatment plan is adhered to. Because any, obviously the doctor will tell you what delays are okay and what delays aren't okay. And you know, most physicians will tell you if you're diagnosed, it's not an emergency. You don't have to go get your, 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 um, your, your, uh, on, your oncology appointment and your surgery tomorrow. But th there should be a plan. And once there's a plan in place. And stick to the plan. That's it. Right. To be clear here, when I was treated, the doctors were fabulous, mm -hmm. you know, and they want to work with you and sure. they sort of feel you out and they want to know how how you want to what think about it are. and what your goals are. Sure. And and so at the end of the day, it's not it's not like you're taking orders, you know, from your parents or something. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. They work with you. But you have to stick with what they're asking you to do. I know a lot of people like to question doctors and hold their feet to the fire. And what about this? And what about that? You know, they've been around for a while. They know how this works. They have a protocol in place. And so I found that just trying to keep up and to do everything I was being asked kept me very busy. And I have to tell you, and one small story from, from my treatment for a long time, I could not embrace the diagnosis. I did everything the doctors said, but I have to tell you, my heart really wasn't in it because I hadn't really accepted the news. And then one day, I was in the chemo suite, 
and the nurses could not get the needle in my arm to deliver the drugs. And I got so anxious and so nervous. My shoulders were at my ears. My fists were clenched. And I realized suddenly in that moment, look, this could be your best day of treatment or it could be your worst, but it's up to you. Mm -hmm. You have to be part of this. You have to participate. The patient's critical. You're not just some entity coming in and out of offices. Once I embraced that idea, everything was much easier. Sure. And, uh, you know, I got to know everybody who was treating me. The whole process was just, I felt much more relaxed. And you and to make it work, you can't just be a ball of nerves the whole time. Sure, sure. That's It's really important to what you said, to embrace your treatment and, and to find the support. And there are groups out there besides Komen that we work in partnership with to make sure that whether it's um, Share, whether it's Charcheret, whether it's Gilda's Club, there are organizations out there and staff out there to help you with whether you need a support group. Komen funds, funds a program called Yoga for Cancer, which is specifically for um, cancer patients because we know what chemo does to the body and we know how difficult it is to breathe afterwards. So then the yoga for cancer, we breathe in, and there are breathe lot, out. There's a lot of like little tips too that help you get through. You've got to talk to other people to understand sure. you know, how to have the best experience of the treatment. Now, I have some very good news for you. If you are interested in participating this weekend, you've got some time, right, sure. Linda? Sure, that would be great. So people can still register online at race.comannyc.org. And we also welcome walk-ups day of race. Uh, registration is at 72nd Street and Central Park West. You cannot absolutely miss the big party in the park. If no, you, just you cannot. <laughs> come up to 72nd and Central Park West. And the volunteers and the Coleman staff there will help register you. Now, we do have a 5K timed run this year. So if you do want to do the timed 5K, I strongly encourage you to register today. And then you'll have to pick up your bib probably no later than 8.30 on uh, race day, Sunday, September 9th. And then the t- the timed runners, are, are th- that first uh, start uh, gun goes off exactly at 9 a.m. Well, I do want to mention that we are very well aware that, um, the, that Rosh Hashanah starts the evening of September 9th. Uh, the, we are grandfathered into the second Sunday of September, um, so we were not able to change that date with Central Park. But we are starting the race earlier this year, so people have time to come and participate and then go home to their family. And then uh, Zaro's Bakery has donated a giant challah bread that will be blessed at the start by a by a uh, concentration camp survivor. And then we'll be serving that challah bread in the band shell so nice. after the race. So. That's so nice. Let me tell you, it's a party, too. You get there, you run the race, and there's a big party afterwards. And let me tell you, let me invite you. If you're coming to the race, watch out for me and the Fox team. And there's going to be lots of uh, Fox talent on hand running with me. You you know, look out for us. Uh, We'll be convening at 71st Street before the race and and running. And I just want to tell you, if you're not uh, in the area, because I know not everybody who listens to this podcast is in New York City, you can participate with us. You can contribute with us by going to ComanNYC.org forward slash Fox. Let me say that again. Komen, NYC, dot org 
forward slash Fox. Contribute with us. Be part of our team. We want you to be with us on this important day. And look, I know a lot of you out there have been down this road, and so you can appreciate what we're talking about. If not, if you need help, reach out. Reach out in your community uh, to to a Komen organization near you. Linda, thank you. Thank so you. nice to have you thank on the you. podcast. Really enjoyed it. And I'll see you on Sunday. Perfect. Sunday, September 9th is Komen NYC's 28th Run for the Cure. And this year, Fox and Fox Business Networks will field their biggest team ever to run, walk the race, and bring awareness to the issue of breast cancer. One in eight women in this country will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. Two years ago, it was my turn. I was diagnosed with stage three lobular breast cancer. Fortunately, I had incredible caregivers and support from my families at home and at Fox. Not everybody does. Komen is there to fill the gap. Join us if you are in New York at the race Sunday. You can register as late as race day. If you aren't in the area and want to participate, contribute at www.komennyc.org forward slash Fox. Together, let's make Komen's objective reality. No one should die of breast cancer. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.